Hey everybody, Andy Cavernan here with another Cornerstone Connection Daily Devotional. Uh, when I was a kid, I was a high school student, and uh, it was an exciting time for my brother and me because Dad finally decided that we were going to add another car to the Cavernan arsenal, <laughs> to the Cavernan fleet, if you will. Uh, we had two cars and four drivers. I was newly licensed, and Dad decided, hey, it's probably time that we have a third car so we can all get to where we need to go without as much hassle. And, and this was cool. This was exciting. It was kind of unexpected. We just sort of assumed that we would not have a car until we bought our own someday and so we were pumped and dad found this old Buick Somerset it was a two-door uh, I don't remember what year it was it was probably like in the 1980s or something like that it wasn't a, an amazing car but it was a car and we were pumped and he brought it home and I think he got it uh, from somebody at, at work through a connection at work and and so it was a, a personal relationship that he had and so it was important that we take care of it we were test driving it we hadn't bought it yet and he brought it home my brother had had his license for a couple years I think I had just got my license the week before something like that and dad said to us, uh, specifically to my brother, hey, uh, yeah, you can go ahead and take it out. He trusted my brother to do that. But but for me, uh, he was he was a little bit more subtle, but it was pretty clear he didn't want me to drive the car without him or my brother around or in the car. And yet, he didn't say that exactly. And, and I knew what he meant, but he didn't say that exactly. And so there came a moment where I was home by myself, and there was the car, and I happened to have access to the keys. And I had to decide, am I going to take dad... Uh, uh, for the literal words that he said or what his intent was. And, and I sort of manipulated in my mind uh, that dad didn't really mean that I couldn't drive the car. He, he, he didn't want me not to do that. In fact, he would want me to do that. And I sort of brought dad down to what I wanted for that moment. And I took the car out. Now, praise God, nothing bad happened except when I got home. This is one of the very few times uh, when I've ever seen my, my father uh, directly upset with me. And I knew he was upset because of the, the countenance on his face. I think he was working with a hose in the front yard or something like that. And I just knew that I'd crossed a line. I'd blown it. And I felt terrible. I rarely, if ever, did anything to violate my dad's trust, except in that moment. And, and I did. And, and by bringing my dad down to my level, to what I wanted in the immediate uh, realm of what I was engaged with, I, I violated a trust there. Now, fortunately, we were able to figure that out. And, and uh, we have a great relationship today. And, and we were able to work through that. But I'll never forget the regret I had in trying to bring my, bat, my dad down to, to me. And it reminds me of a story in Genesis 11. We actually talked about it this week at Cornerstone a little bit. But, but here's this scenario where the people that God had created are moving further and further east of Eden. They're moving further and further away from God's design. And one of the ways that that shows up is in Genesis 11, and the people are going to build a tower. I want to pick it up here in Genesis 11, 1. It says, Now the whole world had one language and a common speech. As people moved eastward, they found a plain in Shinar and settled there. And they said to each other, Come, let's make bricks and bake them thoroughly. They used brick instead of stone and tar for mortar. And then they said, Come, let us build ourselves a city with a tower that reaches to the heavens, so that we may make a name for ourselves, otherwise we'll be scattered over the face of the whole earth. Here, here the people of God, people that God had created are moving further and further from God. They're moving east. That's a common theme in Genesis as the fall happens in Genesis 3. They're moving further and further east of Eden, east of God. And, and here they decide to build a tower. Now, what kind of tower are they building? Well, it, it's likely that the tower they're building is called what's called a ziggurat. It's a tower that was meant to, to, to bridge the gap between the heavens, between the gods and the people. And what the people are trying to do is to bring God down to their level. They're 
you're trying to say, look, uh, we can we can manipulate the heavenlies, we can manipulate the gods, and, and we can bring God down to us to make him do what we want him to do. Well, how do you think the one true God felt about that? <laughs> you can imagine, right? Let's keep reading. Uh, verse 5, but the Lord God came down to see the city and the tower. Now, God, God came down before the tower was built, right? Uh, they couldn't bring God down. God came down of his own volition to see the city and the tower and the people uh, th- that the people were building. And the Lord said, if as one people speaking the same language, they've begun to do this, then nothing they plan to do will be impossible for them. Come, let us go down and confuse their language so they will not understand each other. What does God do? He says, look, you don't get to bring me down to you. In fact, I'm going to show you that I'm sovereign. And he confuses their language, and then he sends them out. And and it's amazing. God will not allow us to bring him down to us. But what God will do is he'll bring us up to him if we'll let him. These people in, in this situation in the Tower of Babel, they chose to try to bring God down to them, and they suffered the consequence for it, and God dispersed them. God's plan to reach the nations would not be thwarted because they were unwilling to, to follow God's direction. But God God is willing, friends, to bring us up to Him when we trust Him, when we take Him at His word, when we accept what He's provided for us. Friends, the only way to bridge the gap between the heavenlies is through the person of Jesus Christ. Jesus died in our place. Jesus rose from the dead in order to invite us to come with Him into the heavenlies, into the presence of God. That's what Jesus does, and that's only reserved for Him. Friends, are you trying to bring God down to you today? Are you trying to to do what I did as a teenager, trying to manipulate the situation, trying to make God fit your own constructs, your own ideas of what is right or wrong? Or are you going up to where God is? Are you reading his word? Are you open to what his directives are? And ultimately, are you accepting his son, Jesus, for the provision of your sin and for the direction of your soul? Friends, let's let God bring us up to him through Christ today. God bless you. Have a great day. And Lord willing, we'll see you again soon on the Cornerstone Connection.